Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Offsides with Mark Ryan. Blunt, open, honest sports talk. Do it for a feeling of satisfaction that you get right in here. That's what it means to be an offsider. Are you bold enough for truth? The whole truth and nothing but the truth. You can't handle the truth. And this show is for you. Offsides with Mark Ryan. This is The Fan. Upstate. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. You guys have a lot of choices out there. We appreciate greatly you making us number one in those things that matter most. Engagement, engagement, reach, downloads thank you so very 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 much fantastic to be here coming up on the show today who better to join us on the day tyler from spartanburg it's crazy you know i i uh, 24 hours ago if i said to you who's tyler from Sp- from spartanburg everyone would go huh and 24 hours later you say who's tyler from spartanburg oh tyler from spartanburg who better to join us to talk Tyler from Spartanburg? That's the Gamecock fan base's new favorite person. Oh, it is. It is. Oh, man. It is. Who better join us on, on this day of all days than the voice of all voices that you hear on Clemson football and the host of Tiger Calls, where this call went down itself, Don Munson. Diesel, every once in a while, radio is serendipitous. We have <laughs> Don Munson scheduled to join us today. This happens last night. Uh, you know, like we couldn't have planned it better. Don Munson to join offsides the day after Tiger calls. And uh, that's what we get. That's what we get. Excited about that coming up in the very next segment. We'll ask you over the course of the show today, whose seat is hotter, more warm? Is it Beamer or Dabo's right now in a very, very down year? Jake Crane joins us at 420. At 440, we have an existential question on Dabo Sweeney for you. Uh, we've got the top five at five. We've got our North Carolina, North and South Carolina top ten. And we have you here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere, as is always the case. Great to have you with us on a Super Tuesday edition of the show. And a couple programming reminders for you. Tomorrow we will be at Ingalls Markets in Traveler's Rest. Uh, Hope you come, pull up a chair, and get some rest with us 
out there with the travelers. Between 3 and 7 p.m. tomorrow, Ingalls Markets and Travelers Rest. And this coming Saturday, I've got a show with CBS Sports Radio from 5 p.m. until 10 p.m. right in the heart of all of the college football action, my beautiful babies. Wonderful to be here. Okay, let us get right to it. Uh, So on Tiger Calls last night, um, I got to tell you, like I got to tell you, this has uh, shaken us to the core. This has shaken everybody to the core. Like everybody's listening to this and they're like, did that just happen? Did this really just happen? And there were not one but two, before we get to the audio, there were not one but two amazing things about this, okay? Number one, I have never in my life heard a fan be able to so calmly and collectively articulate all of these deep digging (laughs) criticisms and insults than Tyler did. He was totally calm. He was totally unafraid. And whether you Clemson fans want to admit it or not, he spoke for about half of you. I think Tyler listens to the show. Oh, I do too. He sounds like he's reading off our, our, our talking points off a checklist. Yeah, no, it did. And he's going against an $11 million man. And he is, and like Diesel, like I brass I, balls. No, I mean he did. He had brass balls. I mean, listen, nobody's cracking his coconuts. Um, like it, it was incredible the way the way with which he articulated his points, you know, and just the calmness and collectiveness of that. I don't know if I could do that with a head coach, and I do this for a living, you know. Like I had to ask Dabo. Why the heck they ran a QB draw on third and 11 and a key play against Florida State? And Diesel, I'm glad you didn't have a heart monitor hooked up to me when I asked that question. Like, it's one of those where you're feeling it in your throat. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? You're feeling it in your throat in that moment. Like, he's like, it's like he's having a heart-to-heart with only a true friend and there's no one else around. And he's like, I'm going to give you the A to Z of what you're doing wrong. And you're going to sit here and you're going to listen. Okay, it amazed like it amazed me that he had the the cojones, the stones to do that, and then to deliver on all those points. Number two, it was unbelievable to me that the show just let let him continue. Oh, they gave him a platform to to continue to go through like his litany of complaints. And then number three, it was shocking to me that instead of just saying, <laughs> "Isn't that cute?" Next call, like Dabo did a beamer. Yeah. Dabo went scorched earth. He dressed this guy down. And and Dabo showed you that the criticism is getting to him. In so doing, if it really was Diesel just one and a half percent, Dabo wouldn't pay attention to it. But yeah. but Dabo went scorched earth because he knows it's not uh, uh it's not that. We've got a very divided it's it's much more than one and a half percent. We've got a very divided Clemson fan base right now to the point where Tyler from Spartanburg, in my opinion, was speaking for half of Clemson fans and Diesel. These are Clemson fans that publicly don't want to admit that. Privately, they do. Publicly, they don't want to be speaking out against their head coach, right? Yeah, uh, you know, and it shows, you know, we we talked how how long, how many times have we said uh, South Carolina got there, Dabo Sweeney and Shane Beamer, and dang it if Dabo Sweeney didn't just prove it. Exactly. Like we thought, we thought Dabo's positivity and Shane's positivity were similar. We thought Dabo's ability to come in and get the fan base excited and Shane's ability to do the same thing were, were similar. 
And then we see Shane Beamer starting to lose his cool, starting to lose his, lose his grip and going after radio shows, going after uh, other media members, kicking inanimate objects and breaking his toe, uh, losing it, you know, showing his, uh, his frustration when he's in that press conference at Missouri. And then Dabo is just like, hey, Shane, sit this one out. Hold my beer. I got this. And then Sh- and then Dabo shows us the exact same thing, exact same that, thing that we just roasted Shane Beamer for over the past couple of weeks. And it's like, it's like Dabo, don't you realize you can just take a step back and let Shane catch all this heat? You can let him, let him catch all the heat. But he's like, nah, man, I want some of that smoke. Yeah, yeah again, like why did Dabo not handle it simply as, <laughs> that's cute, next caller? Why, why didn't he do that? If, if Dabo does that, he wins that in a knockout. But he didn't do that. You know, they always say, like, don't stoop to the level. Dabo stooped to the level, and I was today years old when I heard Dabo curse for the first time. I Like, I never heard him curse before. I've always ever heard Dabo take the high road, but he he took the low road. Oh, he took, he took he the absolute, low road. He absolutely clip. took the low road. So we're going to open with this question for you, and then we're going to get to the the audio that uh, that is making the rounds millions of impressions over. We want to ask you guys who won the debate, who won the standoff. And I'm going to tell you this, Diesel. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. Um, I thought Tyler was rude. Okay, I don't think he was kind. I don't think he was appreciative at all. Okay, Um, there's a kind way to do that. He wasn't kind. Okay, in any way, shape, or form. I also believe Clemson fans have a right to be frustrated. I believe Clemson is not very well coached. And I believe Dabo has a right to defend himself. And Dabo did defend himself. But who achieved their goal in that call? Tyler from Spartanburg did. So to me, Tyler from Spartanburg won because the show and Dabo allowed him to deliver the fatal blow. I mean, they, you know, how could you guys in that debate have any winner other than Tyler from Spartanburg? Because he got off everything he wanted to say. It was rude. It was crass. It wasn't kind. But... His goal was to do exactly what he did, and they allowed him to do that. And I'm sure a lot of people have heard this audio already. If you haven't, ooh, you're in for it. But I love, I love how Tyler, and we're going to hear it about halfway through this first clip, where he says, Dabo, don't put me in that 1.5%. Don't put, he, he, like, he, he anticipates <laughs> Dabo's talking points yeah. before he says them, yeah. and he counteracts them before Dabo has a chance to respond. Sure. And, I, and I agree with you. I agree with you. Tyler was pretty rough. He was pretty rough on Dabo, um, but but I guess at the same time it just shows that man just having that guy at the top who's who's spewing nothing but all shucks and positivity, it frustrates people. Yeah, it really does because you won't admit that there's a problem. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So let's get to the audio. Then we've got Don Munson joining us next. We will get to football with Don Munson. And guys, just so you know, okay, the way we're going to approach the, the, approach this with Don is, you know, not in a way that's going to get Don Munson, you know, getting the heat coming at him, okay? We're going to ask, like, you know, how do you feel? What are you thinking when you're going through something like that? When you're hearing something like that live, what is your, what is, you know, what is your thought process? Right? That's, that's the approach that we're going to take here. Uh, we value Don coming on the air, and we, we understand and appreciate the complexity of his working relationships. We get that. All you right? asked the question, who wins this debate? James on YouTube says, we won. 
Oh, we yeah, we, we did. won. We did. <laughs> but if the only winner could be Dabo or Tyler, who won? A lot are saying, man, Dabo put that guy in his place. Well, he did. He he did. But but who achieved their goal? Tyler achieved their goal, his goal, and then some. All right, let's get to the audio. Here is Tyler. <laughs> I don't know if I can get through this, Diesel, without laughing so hard. This is Tyler from Spartanburg's call. And just just take a moment to appreciate the testicular fortitude that is required to say this, to say all of this without your voice shaking or cracking to someone of Dabo's status and caliber. Here's Tyler. Everything you said, Coach Coach Winnie, um, it sounded a whole lot like Tommy Bowden. And I'll tell you one thing, Tommy Bowden didn't make the same amount of money as you do. You make $11.5 million a year. Um, that's second in college football, if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm curious uh, why that salary has led to a four and four. And I know we're going to talk about, you know, just being a couple plays away from undefeated and all that. Um, and I know you're a man of religion. I'm, I'm a big fan. Coach, um, before you, you categorize me as a, you know, being in the 1.5%, I was going to Clemson games and my entire family going back generations has been going to Clemson games before, you know, when you're in commercial real estate. So I don't, I'm, I'm not going to accept being in that 1.5%. Um, and I, I respect the fact that you're a man of faith. Um, I'm curious uh, if you've ever read Proverbs 16, 18, which talks about pride coming before the fall. Um, I used to, I, I was in the military and I, uh, I, uh, was overseas for the big run. Um, and so I, I couldn't, couldn't watch all the games. I tried my best and, but I always watched your press conferences, uh, just for life advice. And I appreciated all that. Something changed after 2018. Um, you're, you're humble, you're hungry and everything. And I, I always told people, man, Dabba, just listen to his pest press conferences but after that 2018 national title something changed and there seems to be a lot of arrogance that came in um there's a lot of friends and family i mean three of the 10 on-field football coaches are external experienced hires everyone else was an internal hire that had no experience before or was a former player um or friend so i'm curious why are we paying you $11.5 million to go four and four? And it's not just this year. It's been, it's been, you know, just the refusal to accept. Okay. So, Dabo so cuts them off. That's from the Clemson radio network on tiger calls. Dabo cuts them off. <laughs> Dabo cut- <laughs> so again, back to my question, Dabo, why are we paying you $11.5 million to go four and four to have a four and four record? Don't tell me that Tyler isn't speaking for half of the Clemson fans. Don't tell me that. Okay? Like, we speak to them. He is. You know, um, Diesel, I think, the, I think the, um, the post for this segment is simply Mark and Diesel debate who won the heavyweight bout, Dabo or Tyler, and we, give, we, we offer our, our verdict. Okay? We ask you, who won? Well, we, you heard, you know, Tyler landed some blows there, and I still can't believe... He was able to 
get all of that in. I mean, like, they gave him over two minutes. That's two minutes and 24 seconds to just rip Dabo to shreds. Everything that he's done, his arrogance over the past couple of years, his nepotism hires, his massive salary without a ton of results these arrogance. last this year, his arrogance, uh, all of it, all of it, and his his dressing down of fans in the past, saying, "Don't you put me in that category? I'm a longtime fan. I'm a military member. I've been watching this team for for my entire life, and my family has for generations. So don't you dare put me in that one and a half percent." And you know, if this was if this was a boxing play-by-play commentary, it would have sounded like this: body blow by Tyler, hit to the head, hit to the head. Yeah, it's like rushing jab a to Rocky the face, fight. jab to the face. Oh, he lands the haymaker. Dabo's against the ropes. Well, you know, Dabo. I think the right move. I think Dabo wins this in a slam dunk. If Dabo goes, <laughs> that's cute. Next call. But Dabo didn't do that. Dabo went Shane Beamer. In so doing, showing you. That the criticism is really getting to him. Here is Dabo's response. All right, what's this guy's name? Tyler. Hey, Tyler. I've listened to enough of you, Tyler. Listen, uh, you can you can have all your opinions that you want. All right, I don't know how old you are. Don't really care. All right, but let me tell you something. Um, we won eleven games last year, and you're part of the problem. To be honest with you, because that is part of the problem. It's people like you that do that. All you do is ex- the appreciation. The expectation is greater than the appreciation, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. And so, you know, we've won 12 10-plus win year- seasons in a row. That's happened three times in 150 years. So if you want to know why, Clemson ain't sniff a national championship for 35 years. We've won two in seven years, and there's only two other teams that can say that, Georgia and Alabama, Okay. Is this a bad year? Is this a – yeah, and it's my responsibility. Take 100% responsibility for it. But all this bull crap you're thinking and all these narratives you read, listen, man, you can have your opinion all you want, and you can apply for the job, and good luck to you, all right? But to answer your question, all right, we're second in draft picks. We've graduated 98% of our guys. We're second in wins, all right? We, we, if you, you'd want to know why, again, I'm telling you, we're not perfect. There's a lot of teams that, you know, Frank Howard never had a bad year. Coach Ford never had a bad year. Nobody's – Coach K has never had a bad year in basketball. People have a bad year. But the part of the problem is the appreciation. I used to tell people all the time, they'd say, what's the difference in Clemson? Let me tell you, at, Cle- at some places there's an expectation, but at Clemson there's an appreciation. And what's happened at Clemson is is – We've won so much that even when we – it used to be the funds and the winning. Now, even when you win, people like you complain and criticize the coaches and question everything. People like you, all right, when I hired Tony Elliott to be the offensive coordinator who never called a play in his life, I'm sure you were critical then, all right, and he took us to two national championships. People like you – who just destroy, love to, to destroy people with your comments, all right? I'm sure you've never made any bad decisions. I'm sure you've lived a perfect life. I'm sure you've never – I'm sure you've led a bunch of people. I'm sure you do your job in front – so to answer your question, I started as the lowest-paid coach in this freaking business, all right? And I'm where I am because I've worked my ass off every single day. And I ain't going to let some smart-ass kid 
get on this phone and create this stuff. So if you got a problem with that, I don't care. All right? It, I work for, for the Board of Trustees, the President, and the AD. And if they're tired of me leading this program, all they got to do is let me know. I'll go somewhere else where there is an appreciation. All right? It's not just winning. It's how you win. And we are in a – this is a tough year. But we've had 12, 12, 10-plus win seasons in a row. 12. We lost to Tennessee last year. They won 11 games for the first time in like 20 years. We've had eight, 11 win seasons in, in whatever, 11 years or whatever. We've won two national championships. Clemson went 35 years, all right, probably since before you were born, your whole freaking life. And we've won two in seven years. And we earned it. And we beat the best of the best to do it. The best of the best. 12, 10 plus win seasons. So if you want to know why, that's why. Am I perfect? Nope. I'm far from it. I am a, and I am a man of faith. Absolutely. All right? Shane Beamer has some advice for Dabo. Find some joy. <laughs> Buck, I had that ready to go as soon as this was going to end. Yep. And you read my mind, Buck. You're right there with me, man. All right. Don Munson next right here on Offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Joined as always in this time slot by the director of broadcasting at Clemson, Don Munson, who joins us right now on the show. Good afternoon, Don. Always appreciate your time, sir. Happy Halloween. Your your goat Halloween costume all time, Don. You reveal yours, I'll reveal mine. What was it? Ooh, I'm going to have to go back. I was... Five, maybe, I was five years old living in Atlanta, Georgia at the time. So that would have been 1967, all right? So just kind of give you, give you a time frame. Batman, and I actually had a little pedal car that was black 
and yellow. So it wasn't like the Batmobile, but, you know, as a little five-year-old kid, you thought it was like the Batmobile. So, yeah, there you go. Batman in 1967. That's awesome. That's awesome. My goat Halloween costume, Don, 13 years ago I was Ferris Bueller. I had the sweater vest. I had the shoes. <laughs> I had the, the mic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I probably had a safe Ferris shirt that I could that I could have worn. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, happy Halloween, Don, to you and yours, Don. Obviously, today, and I, I saw part of the press conference earlier today. Dabo asked everybody uh, who they were going to dress up as for Halloween, and Phil Kornblut said Tyler from Spartanburg, and everybody <laughs> at the press conference laughed. Don, you're also the host of, of Tiger Calls. Can you bring us through your mindset when you're sitting there and something like that is is unfolding? I mean, you're obviously thinking, man, this is gonna be this is gonna be all over everything. Um, but but what is your mindset when you're living that in the moment? Oh, uh, well, you know, as it's happening, and you know, I had people, you know, calling me this morning. That was staged. And I'm, I said, "Are you all nuts? Are you just absolutely crazy?" You know, but people believe that. I guess that's what people want to believe. I, I guess, but uh, you know, so you have to understand the whole what 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 is right. So let me just take you through what the setting was first and foremost. So it's it's me and Coach Sweeney. We're sitting in his conference room, his staff meeting room. Uh, Ross Taylor, the sports information director for uh, for football, is also in there. Uh, but he's you know, he's on the same side of the table with with Coach, but he's separated from Coach by about three or four chairs. And so Coach and I are just you know we're we're directly across. Now you have to understand when he's taking a call like that and answering a question, he's basically looking at me and talking to me, so he has somebody to talk to. Okay, and so we have eye contact, you know, going at all times. So um, you know, so you're sitting there listening and. And, you know, all right, so we're sitting there listening, listening, let, let the guy go for, uh, for a couple of minutes. And then, and I was almost about to say, I, I mean, like five seconds before coach said anything, I was about to say, Tyler, do you feel better now? Do you, that, you got this off your chest? Do you feel better now? I didn't say that. And then it was about three seconds later that all of a sudden I, I know coach Sweeney well enough that I could see the fuse had been lit. And I just thought to myself, all right, here we go. Uh, and I've seen that, you know, two or three times in my career uh, here at Clemson. And so I just sat back and, and enjoyed it. I loved it. I mean, I, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was very appropriate what, what he had to say. I, I thought that the, the gentleman challenged him in ways that uh, probably he shouldn't have been challenged. And if you want to know why Coach Sweeney is worth $11 million, well, you're asking the wrong question. Because forget what he means as a football coach. Just think what he means economically to not just Clemson, not just to the upstate of South Carolina, but to the entire state. That gentleman economically generates, you know, I can tell you here in this area, he generates close to $100 million a year. Say that he was, say that that's a guy that's on, that's, you know, a, a trader uh, for a stock company, a brokerage house. All right, and, and he's generating $100 million. That means you're paying that guy $20 million because he's making 20%. He's a steal. He's an absolute steal uh, for what he's doing. Uh, so forget about, forget about what he was paid in. But he is. He's, he's due the acclaim that, that uh, he should be, and he's, he's done things like he said in today's press conference. There's only been three other times in college football that you've had a program win 10 games 12 years in a row. That's only happened three times in 150 years of college football. So – 
uh, I think it's worth something. Yeah, you know, Don, it's interesting that you bring up that point. I, I remember seeing an article maybe three years ago or so uh, talking about Nick Saban's salary, and people were like, oh, it's so huge. But then when they compared that to the economic impact that Nick Saban had brought to the University of Alabama, Alabama in his tenure, they said this guy is vastly underpaid at $10 million a year. Now, in, in the first segment of our show, uh, Mark and I were impressed at Tyler's ability to organize his grievances. Obviously, it's not easy to uh, to stand toe-to-toe with, with an $11 million man and air your grievances in that way. But uh, were you surprised by anything that Tyler said? Or were you surprised by any of his frustrations? Oh, no, I'm, I'm, never, I'm never surprised by what anybody says. I mean, Festivus came early. Okay. All right. So, uh, so uh, the airing, the airing of the grievances were put. I'm I'm never surprised by what anybody says. Not not anymore. Not in today's not in today's day and age. Uh, never surprised by by any of that stuff. So uh, yeah. So the poll's been put up, and Festivus has definitely come early. Don, when you consider the very nature of of a call in show. Right. I mean, that's that's what a call in show is. Right. And when things aren't going well, it stands to reason that frustrated fans may be may be calling in. I, you know, I, I, I guess I'm surprised that other people are surprised that Dabba would get calls from frustrated fans during a four and four season. Do you agree? Well, I think what fans are I think what people are surprised about is that there's still a call in show that, you know, this is one of the few guys out there that's actually still taking Live calls, and I mean live calls. Mark, you probably you're probably operating with what a five or seven second delay, correct? Sure. All right. We're not. Wow. I'm just telling you, we're not. It's live. It is live. And so um, I can tell you that he's probably the only guy in America that's doing that. That's taking live telephone calls and doing it that way. Um, and there are very few coaches anymore that are actually doing a doing a call-in show, so he's he's a rare bird uh, when doing what he's doing. Now, do you see Dabo over the next couple of days and, and weeks attempting to smooth that situation no. over, no. or is no, it no, swept no, no. under the no, rug no, no, and no. it's what's moving no. on? No, no, no. I think he actually – I think he actually maybe likes the focus that is going to now be on him the rest of this week. You want to know why? Takes the focus off of what? takes the focus off of his players, takes the focus off of his assistant coaches, because now all the focus is on the man. And, and he's, he's man enough to handle it. He's been there before. He's done this before. And he, you know, that's, that's actually what most – and I hear this more in basketball than anything else. When, a, when, an opposing, when an opposing team goes into an arena, the head coach wants generally to draw all the ire – of the opposing fan base because it takes it off of his players and they're not on his players and allows their, the players, you know, maybe to just be able to concentrate a little bit better. Um, so oh, I don't think, you know, coach Sweeney's not going to step back from what he said. He's, he, he meant what he said and he's a principled man um, and he's going to stand by it. Don Munson joining us here on the show, Don, in terms of the, on the field, right um, where, what are the areas where, you know, you use the last month of the year, tomorrow is November 1st, last month of the regular season, to try to right the ship enough so that so that next year can be a, a more successful season. What are the areas in which you're most, intri- you're most hoping to see improvement in? Oh, I, 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 you know, I think I said this last week with you. I'm, I think I did. is offensive line. 
I don't think I don't think there's any doubt about uh, that standpoint. Defensively, this team is playing brilliantly. I mean, you, you can't. I mean, they've given up what basically 28 points have come from the offense of all the points scored against Clemson. So really, this is a defense that's only given up you know around 16, 15 points per game. <laughs> you're gonna win a lot. You're gonna win a lot of games when you give up only 15, 16 points a game. But that hasn't been the way that it that has been. Even the way that Clemson has been playing offensively right now, you're still going to win a more than just four games if that's the only points you're giving up is what actually your defense is giving up and not scores that are coming off of your offense. Um, so I, I would have to say the offensive line controlling the line of scrimmage. I mean, how often do you you know do we say that hey games are decided in the trenches? They are. They're decided right there in the trenches. When you win a national championship. Uh, in, in football, it's usually because of what your defensive front four is doing and what your offensive line uh, is doing. You know, everybody wants to point to all the skilled players. That's great. But if you're not controlling the trenches, you ain't going to win, and you're not going to win at a high level. Don, I'll ask you the same question that I asked of Chris Phillips of the Spurs Up show when, he had him, when we had him on the show uh, just a few days ago. Uh, do you foresee any, any coaching staff changeovers Going into next season, uh, do you believe that everybody is safe in their position? You know, I don't worry about any of that, Mark, and that's not dodging the question. I, I just don't – I don't even think about that because that's – one, I know that Coach Sweeney is going to do what he feels like that he needs to do for what is best for the program, and he has proven that he will do that. Uh, and so I don't even – I don't even worry about that. that that's something that, uh, you know, I'll let everybody else, else worry about because I – I trust. I have so much trust in in what Coach Sweeney does. And let let me take you. Here's the reason for this. And Mark, you know, obviously people know me, and they know that I, you know, first showed up here in '94 as part of the radio network and worked radio and and media and all that kind of stuff. And I did all of that until 2010, when Coach Sweeney actually called me and asked me to come on as part of the support staff. So by that time, 2010, I'd been here 14 years covering Clemson. Believe me, I thought that I knew a lot of stuff. I, matter of fact, I probably thought it, I, that I knew almost all of it. Well, I can tell you that once I got entrenched into it and once I came on board and got inside the office and saw what was going on, I quickly found out I did not know Jack. And it was the four years that I spent with Coach Sweeney as part of his support staff in there were some of the most valuable years to me as a broadcaster because it really opened my eyes to what actually happens, to what actually goes on. So that's 2010. So I was there to see the 2010 season. When Coach Sweeney says that he flashes back to 2010, believe me, I was right there beside him for a ton of that uh, to see. In the locker room, locker rooms, practice, all of that kind of stuff. was right there to see it all. And now, so I can understand when he says it's a flashback to 2010, because it is a flashback. Uh, to 2010. Um, but it has given me a great appreciation to what goes into winning. Winning isn't easy, as he always says. Is if, if it was, everybody would be doing it. Everybody's not doing it because it is extraordinarily hard. Don Munson, the director of broadcasting at Clemson, joining us here on Offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, the fan upstate. Don, I'm going to combine a question from a listener, S.M. Cox, with one of my own 
Uh, SM Cox or Dabo say we're 8-0 and if we don't lead the nation in fumbles, basically arguing outside of gaffes and blunders with our running backs, their college football playoff material. Uh, I would combine that with my question, which is this, Don. Notre Dame coming to town this Saturday. Um, am I nuts for thinking that if Clemson just plays defense the way it has all year and doesn't fumble the football for once, that this could be a fourth co- fourth quarter game in the Valley? Oh, I don't think you're crazy for, for thinking that. Um, you know, and there's a reason that coach, the coach says that. Go back to the Duke game, right? So they don't fumble twice at the one and they get into the end zone. And I think what he's also, what he doesn't say is that, and we score touchdowns on those in those plays. Well, if, if it does, then that, it does. It drastically changes that opening game in Duke. And I really appreciate what he said in the press conference today about winning early in a season, how important that is because it establishes and it just changes it just changes the tenor of everything. It gives you a different outlook. It gives the fan base, the media a different outlook. And it does. That you know, you go back uh, to the 2016 season and how many one possession games that Clemson won in 2016 and then winning the national championship. Uh, and then in 18, you know, uh, Trevor got hurt in that Syracuse game. They struggled there to win. Then Trevor comes back and they blew everybody out by 21 more, 21 points or more. Every game the rest of the way, they won by 21 or more. But, um, you know, if you win early in the season, it does set up a, a new tenor. But I'm, I'm with you. You know, if Clemson doesn't turn the ball over, they just kind of protect the ball, do what they're supposed to do on offense. Yeah, I could see this easily being a, a fourth-quarter game. Now, Notre Dame's going to come in and they're going to try to pound you. They are going to – they saw what happened at Miami, all right? They're going to run a lot of that double tight end stuff. They have a big NFL-like offensive line. They are going to try to punish you on the ground. That's exactly what they're going to try to do. It's going to be up to Clemson defensively to stop that. Don, uh, Will Shipley has been placed in the concussion protocol. Brock Purdy became the first player in the NFL to play the same week uh, that he was placed in the concussion protocol, and I thought that was a foolish decision, did not play well. Uh, what What are the prospects for Will Shipley here moving forward? What are you hearing? Yeah, today will be an interesting day. I saw him yesterday. He was not in. He was not at practice, but he was not wearing a neck brace or or anything like that when I saw him and talked to him uh, yesterday. Uh, you know, you talk to you talk to the player. The player is always eternally hopeful. Uh, you know, being able to play, but we'll see. You know, we'll we'll just have to kind of wait and see uh, what happens as as they go through. But believe me, the medical staff here at Clemson is going to be exceedingly cautious with him and try to make the best decision that they they can, uh, you know, for that. And so there's there's a little bit more control, I think, on the college side of that than there is on the professional side uh, of, of that, although certainly there's a, a lot of control on the on the NFL side of things. But uh, we'll, we'll kind of have to see, and I think it'll be one of those one of those things as it kind of plays out. Today, Tuesday, is a full day in pads. I'd be a little bit surprised if I went over to practice and I saw him – you know, uh, in anything but – and if he's in a jersey, in anything but a yellow jersey, which means he cannot be hit, cannot be part of any contact drills. And then we'll have to see, you know, how it plays out the rest of the week if if that is is certainly the case. But, uh, you know, Will's also a guy he's played enough football. It may be that he that he can sit out of practice until like Thursday and then, all right, go through some of the stuff on Thursday and then go through the walkthrough on Friday and be ready to go. 
Don Munson, Director of Broadcasting at Clemson. Always love the conversation, Don, and uh, greatly appreciate you making time for us each week. Thanks so much. Have a great call on Saturday. All right. Reese's Cups, Kit Kats, Nestle Crunch Bars at the Munson household. Do not overrun me. There you go. John, Don, don't sleep on the take five, my friend. It's all of those things combined into one with pretzels. Whoa. You know, my wife told me that Milky Way was vastly underrated, too. And I, I would have to agree with her. I'm not, I'm not to go with Milky Way as, like, vastly what, underrated. What was the one that you always wanted to see in your bag, Don, as a kid? And what was the one you hated to see in your bag? Well, I was, I was a Butterfinger kid. Okay. So Butterfinger showed up. Big kudos, big thumbs up to you. And then the one that you uh, never wanted to see, you know, in your bag would be like a bit of honey or something like that. <laughs> that was a bit of trash is what it was. Let's be, <laughs> let's be honest. Don, thanks yeah. so much. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Go Tigers. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, okay, when we come back on the show, uh, we'll ask you guys that question in honor of Halloween, okay? The goat candy in your bag, okay? And then the trash that was in your back. Bit of honey. Bit of trash. Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstates. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours. The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate. Fantastic to have you guys with us. Uh, Diesel, I, I can't stop laughing about Don Munson saying, I looked at Dabble and I could tell his fuse was lit. <laughs> I mean, I, could, I, only, I almost asked him, like, did you have to put up a heat shield because of the, the, the obvious heat that was coming off of that guy? He was so angry. 
There's no doubt about that. Uh, let's begin with Jason and Columbia, who is hanging patiently on the line. Hey, Jason, uh, appreciate you uh, ringing us up from a different part of the state, man. Thanks so much. We have a we have a large listenership in Columbia. How are you today? Oh, man, I'm great. I'm chilling, man. Just, uh, you know, waiting to see what Halloween brings for me. I mean, there was a night uh, long ago where I did wind up at the police station due to an unfortunate uh, egging incident on a Halloween night. But uh, did you I'm show somebody sure your eggs? Records. Is that what happened, Jason? <laughs> uh, no, no, we 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 uh, we actually it wasn't eggs. It's water balloons. I, I, I apologize. But I, I may or may not have accidentally chunked a water balloon towards some of my friends as they went to get some candy, not knowing that there was a sweet old lady on the porch oh. giving the candy. And uh, apparently I, I put one right between her eyes. And uh, so there was a brief chase on foot. <laughs> and then uh, one of my uh, less brave friends apparently rolled on all of us once the uh, local police got him in, a, got him in the back seat of the co- uh, cop car so but that's okay i think uh, records have been expunged at this point you what's know? your opinion on Dabo and tyler <laughs> well here's the deal mark and, and you said it man you, and you know it because you guys hear it every day um tyler i thought brought up some very salient points i had no issue with the points themselves i thought his delivery was totally off uh i thought he was arrogant i thought he was disrespectful um but Obviously, Dabo in some ways made it worse by going a little overboard or a lot overboard, depending on your view. Uh, as you said, Mark, he could have handled that with a little pat on the head um, while still acknowledging maybe some of the concerns that were brought forth. But I, I got to tell you, Mark, in, in some ways, I am grateful that it happened. Yeah, uh, I think it was almost like a ripping off of the Band-Aid for the Clemson fan base. Let's just get everything out in the open. And like Don Munson said, Festivus came early. Obviously, the last three years, you know, we've got a lot of problems with you people. And uh, th- there are things that, that we have noticed in the fan base that he brought up, uh, whether it's the questionable coaching hires, the lack of a, of a usage of the portal, um, and, and other things as well. And, and I will say this for Dabo. I love the dude. I mean, he's brought us so much happiness. He did clarify or I guess add to his remarks today and and i thought it was smart and i'm sure someone probably got in his ear at clemson and he did go on to say look clemson football is way bigger than me it'll be thriving when i'm long gone um but while i'm here we're going to do the best we can to resuscitate it and keep it rolling so i I thought that was smart on his part because you never want to be adversarial with the fans uh there are and, and mark you run into this with carolina fans the bottom 10 percent, which for them is like the bottom 75%. But anyway, um, there are always those type of fans, but on the whole, we're just passionate. And we live in a state where college football is king and we talk about it all year long. And, and, and for us, it is, you know, whatever you want to call it, Halloween night, Christmas morning. And so when you have a season like this, and when you have concerns about the trajectory of the program, uh, you start to get some of this fraying around the edges, but um, the delivery on both ends could have been better. But I, as a fan, am grateful that it just was put out in the open and kind of, to coin the cliche, cards were put on the table. Jason, I, I got to ask you, and, and we appreciate you listening all the way from Columbia uh, and, and hopefully spreading the gospel while you're down there because we, we, we do catch a little bit of heat from, no, from down south no. ourselves. But uh, how, did you, how did you hear about the show? Oh, man, I, uh, I, I 
saw you guys when you got into town first on Twitter and uh, just, uh, you know, I, I, I am, uh, I guess, being down here, I'm used to scouring the, uh, the, the Internet for different stations that cover local sports because uh, God knows I don't want to listen to what the flagship guys in Columbia have to say. Although it is kind of funny. I got to say the last decade have been pretty, pretty good to me, as Sammy Sosa once said, uh, when it comes to listening to uh, all of their prognostications crash and burn. So, uh, but you guys, you guys keep it real. Uh, you guys have a lot of fun with it, and, and that's what I love about the show. Hey, Jason, you're, you're a top five caller in terms of content. You know, Jim Rome always says, have a take. You all, like, you always have something to say, and it's great to hear from you. Don't be a stranger, man. Call us anytime, okay? Hey, man, I just want to get in the league with Crazy Ralph. He's obviously number one, and, and if I'm anywhere in, in that vicinity, uh, I'm honored. There you go. There you go. I, I think he's entering the vicinity. Jason, thanks so much for the call, bud. Jason, I can confirm that I'm going to go back and scour that call and try to find some drops to play on Let's the show. Let's do it. Let's do it. Absolutely the case. So, guys, that sets the table for us to shift gears to this topic. It is absolutely and patently obvious to me, okay, that both Shane Beamer and Dabo Sweeney's seats, for the first time in a long time, are warm, okay? What does that mean? Um, it means that not that uh, anyone's calling for their job, but that, you know, there's a, there's a low-degree burn going on on the posterior right now, okay? Um, and the question is, whose seat is warmer and why? We'll tackle that with you next here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st.
Toyota, let's go places.